Well, hey, I'm really excited about that January worship series, so I know you'll want to join us in that time. But we just want to welcome you to Christmas services. We're excited for your being here, and we're excited to help share the good news of the birth of Jesus Christ. Welcome to this online edition of Christmas Eve worship. I hope it will be a blessing to you. We're so glad that you're here. Will you do me a big, big favor? I know they mentioned it on the front end, but I just want to say again, would you do me a quick favor and just scan the QR code that's on the screen there? That helps us to know you're with us. That allows you to go check in. We'd love to connect with you, to develop a relationship with you, and to just help you to know we care about you, both now and in the new year. So be sure to scan that QR code and just check in. We'd love to know you just a little bit better. Hey, as we begin our time together, would you pray with me? Holy and loving God, what an amazing opportunity this is to be mindful of and to remember the birth of Jesus. God, it is such an important marking for our lives and for the world. It helps remind us that you want to be with us, to be in relationship with us, and offer us the gift of salvation through your Son, Jesus. So God, for each of us, wherever we may be gathered, in our home or workplace, in a car, or maybe some restaurant, we're just grateful that we can indeed have this interaction with you and know your love is real and true. For all of that, God, we give you great thanks and pray that we would celebrate well the birth of love and hope, joy and peace in the babe named Jesus. For it's in his name that we pray, amen. As I was getting ready for our time together, I just I thought of a great story uh, from days gone by when I used to teach Sunday school to kids. I remember telling them about how the angel came to Mary to tell her that she would birth this baby named Jesus and how she was going to help change the world and she needed to get ready to bring this baby into the world. And there was a little girl in the classroom who, man, she was just beside herself. She couldn't quite comprehend what all that meant for Mary to get ready and for Mary to help bring this baby into the world. And so as I kept teaching, there was another child in the class who just said, uh, teacher, teacher, what do you think that Mary will ask for as soon as the angel leaves? And that little girl who was having trouble said, I bet she's going to ask for Joseph to help her out. Wouldn't that be funny if she just asked that question? Joseph, help me out. We need to do this thing. I think Mary has told us so much in these last few weeks. Many of you will recall that over these last several weeks, we've been looking at Mary's song, the Magnificat, and it's been reminding us that Mary helped us to know how to make big this birth of Jesus and what that looked like. That's what magnify means, is to make big or to praise or to glorify. And Mary was helping guide us throughout all these weeks. And today... We want to honor that as well. We want to magnify God's self-giving, the way in which God came into the world. And we want to magnify the way God has offered us salvation. That's what Christmas does. Christmas helps us be mindful that God desired to, man, just step into the world and to be with us and to help us in our day-to-day -day lives. That's what Christmas is all about. It's not just about the birth of a baby or the birthday celebration even of Jesus, but rather it's a magnificent celebration of God desiring to be with us and to help save us from our very circumstances. I want to encourage and invite you to experience again with me that story that's been around now for centuries that helps capture for us this precious gift. It's found in Luke chapter 2, 
And uh, if you've ever heard it, you know of its beauty. If you've never heard it, I invite you for the very first time to experience what this is like, the day Jesus is born and how it changed the world. Here's what it says in Luke chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger." And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, goodwill among people. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. I love that story. It is a life-changing, world-transforming kind of story. That's what we celebrate at Christmas. And I love the sort of last verse because it, it tags along with what Mary has been guiding us through throughout the season of Advent. Notice what the shepherds did at the very end, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. Glorifying and praising is magnifying, making big, helping to honor God. So the shepherds, having had this magnificent transformative experience, they go off to tell the world by making big what had happened to them by what the angels said. They, they told everything that they had been told themselves. Now, I don't know everything that was shared with them. I, we don't know in Scripture. It doesn't say. But I bet a lot of what they had to say and a lot of what they shared in the way they magnified this birth had to have been tied to what the angel shared with them. You remember the first thing the angel said was, <laughs> even though this experience is happening to you and the heavens are opening and there's an angelic army speaking to you, don't be afraid, for I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. To you this day in the city of David is born a Savior, 
And that, my friends, is the biggest gift that God offered. This, in, when all is said and done, is what we're celebrating in and through the birth of Jesus. Jesus' name actually means God saves or God delivers. And so in his very naming and in his actual birth, a part of what we receive from God is not just any baby, not just Mary and Joseph's baby, but a baby for all of creation to experience salvation, to experience a, a way in which we become reconciled or reconnected with God. In and through just this Jesus, we get this um, journey and this joy of a gift of relationship with God that offers us salvation. I think there's no um, coincidence in the fact that the word salvation and the modern healing word salve have the same direct correlation. God saves us and offers us salvation for our souls, and God offers us a salve for our hearts, for our minds, for our bodies. I love the way the Apostle Paul wrote about this very saving act of Jesus when he wrote to the churches in Galatia. He says, but when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. So you see, a part of what we want to magnify, make big, is the fact that Jesus is a savior. He offers us help and hope, and his birth makes that real. The other thing that the angel said, and this is when the big army of angels came together, the heavenly host, as it's called, they said, glory to God in the highest heaven and among earth peace, goodwill to all people. Now, not only does that feel good, right? Goodwill and peace, and not only is that a good thing, but I reckon the angels knew this, but I'm pretty positive that the only way we're going to experience peace and goodwill for all of humanity is if we know and realize that God is with us, that God is for us, and that we need God's presence with us. That's Emmanuel, the other name for Jesus, right? Emmanuel literally means God with us. God's in this world with us. God's in this world for us. And God is making happen what we need to happen. And God is offering us this blessed gift. The Apostle Paul wrote about this as well when he wrote to the church in Colossae in the first chapter. He just said, God was pleased for all of himself to live in Christ. In other words, all of God dwells within Jesus. All of who God is and all of what God offers to us is in Jesus Christ. And so when Jesus is born, when Jesus steps into the world, it's God in the flesh, right? It's God coming to be with us and God coming to be for us. And so on Christmas, I know it's a great celebration, but I also know there are many of you who uh, are having hard times or difficult life circumstances, whether it's a strained relationship or maybe a family difficulty. Maybe you've either lost a job or are struggling financially. Maybe you've got addictions in your own life or somebody you love who has addictions and each one of us has a struggle. And so sometimes when we come to Christmas, we wonder what is the purpose and what is this all about? And the angels said to the shepherds, the very words I know I need to hear and I imagine you might need to hear, and that is 
God is with us. God cared enough about us to step into our own lives and in the realities of this world and say, I'm here, I'm with you, and I'm here to help. I want to offer salve for your hearts and salvation for your souls. I want to give to you what it is you need. And this same God who birthed this child is the same God who knows our pains and our hurts and our sorrows. This same God is the one who wants to uh, wrap us up and share love and offer hope and help us to experience joy. You see, Jesus was born a long, long time ago, but He was born for some very specific reasons, and they're still real and valuable even to this day. You see, Jesus was born to save us from our guilt and our shame. Jesus was born and came into this world to, to save us from our own sort of um, hopelessness and despair. Jesus was born to save us from our fears and from even death. Jesus was born so that God could literally come into this world and help us in the midst of our heartache and our loneliness. Jesus, he was born to help us know God is here. And I'm so grateful that we've got a God who cared enough for that to be true. I'm so grateful that we had a God who wanted to be in relationship with us and help us in our everyday things. This is something to make big, friends. This is something to celebrate. That's why you're here. That's why we worship. That's why we give thanks to the birth of this baby and what he means in our lives and for the world. It's why the angel said to the shepherds that night, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. Friends, may that good news be yours and may you magnify it in your own lives, not only this day, but every day, so that all might really know of the joy and the hope of Jesus' birth. Will you pray with me? God, thank you for the gift of your child, Jesus. Thank you for the hope that he offers, for the realization that he knows our sorrows and our pains and our sufferings, and he wants to help. God, Christmas has so much surrounding it that really is good. But the best news of all is that God is with us, God is for us, and God saves us in the midst of our lives, in and through this little bitty baby named Jesus, in whose name we now pray. Amen. Hey friends, as we celebrate this birth of Christ, I celebrate with you all the hope that he brings. And I just want to say to you, thank you for making that hope real through your generosity throughout this whole year. You have a special opportunity today in particular to know that 25% uh, of everything you give today online will go to support Refuge for Women that you heard about earlier in the service. And the rest of what you will give will continue the ministries of TREACH. And I just remind you that in these last days of the year, your giving is more important than ever. We need your extra support. We need your extra commitment. We need your willingness to go above and beyond so that we can not only finish the year well, but continue into the new year to bring God's good news of hope and of salvation to the world. Thank you for what you will give to make that possible. Merry Christmas.